Welcome everyone to episode 10 of Project Tech Gaming. I'm your host for this week, Kelvin Rolong, and I'm with co-host Robert Garcia. What's going on, buddy? Hey, man. Just uh, excited for this episode of Project Tech Gaming. Yeah, man. We have a lot to talk about. Like, I'm talking about a lot. A lot has happened in the past, like, 24 hours since we made our um, made our doc. So, we, we got to How many topics do we have today? We have seven topics, if we can squeeze seven, seven. topics today. Yeah, it, it's a lot. But we're going to try to get through it. Um, we have a lot to talk about. Let's get started. So, topic number one, uh, we're going to be talking about season six of Fortnite. We're going to be talking about Outriders. We're going to be talking about Microsoft uh, impressions with the uh, wireless headset that they have. We just added a bunch of stuff about Sony's new VR controller uh, and a bunch of stuff about Square Enix Showcase. Uh, before we do that, though, let's get into Game of the Week. Of course, if you don't know, ladies, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Game of the Week is our recurring segment in this podcast where we talk about games that we just choose to decide to play. Um, one of us picks a game. It doesn't matter which genre. doesn't matter which uh, console it comes with we just play the game and we give our impressions of it um and at the end we just give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down rob this is your game of the week this week what did you play i played doom eternal All right so um i was originally gonna play a different game but since like Bethesda just like unloaded yeah. on the xbox game pass i was like it's right here why not mm-hmm. so um, in lieu of that, that's why I picked Doom Eternal. Cool, cool. Tell us about it. So, if you don't know what Doom is, it, it was originally a, uh, I think it was a NES game back in the day, but um, they redid it for like the new generation. So, in 2016, they had Doom basically um, remake. Okay. And then they came up with a sequel to that, which is Doom Eternal. Okay. I played the the original the the remake and i was like okay let th- i like that i should like this right right so far that game is refreshing let me tell you it looks fun i mean it, it looks like you just a mindless just shooter right you're just shooting things and you're it's not just really caring gory... about anything else but killing your what's in front of you yeah so the, the, it's, an, it's an interesting shooter because the game wants you to like not camp it wants you to just like go in there mm-hmm. and just shoot and kill as much as possible it actually rewards you for killing and like doing like these things called glory kills right where they're basically executions and that's how you get your health that's how you get ammo mm-hmm. for your guns is by ex is by um doing these glory kills okay so you're just running around shooting demons and to top it all off you're like there's like some awesome rock music happening in the background so you're like pumped up oh all right you know and yeah and and let me tell you like i'm used to playing gory games like i play like gears of war and stuff like that as a pretty gory game and whatever but there was times where like i was like oh you know what i mean like damn i I saw your game of the week and it looked pretty gory, man. It, it, it looked pretty, pretty gr- uh, brutal. It, it's funny because that game doesn't hold back. It just, it just kind of, I, I, I like it doesn't the, care. The, it doesn't care. I like doesn't the care. graphics to it because it, it gives you that sense of like blur effect in the background and it shows you that your character right in front of you. So it, it looks very clean in front of you. You know what I mean? It has that like nice crisp look to it every time you're like killing somebody with like, you know, a gun or you're shooting them or you're stabbing them. So it looks dope. I like it. Um, if you guys want to check out more of Rob's Game of the Week, uh, Doom, go check out the uh, Game of the Week for this week uh, on YouTube right now. So you can check it out and right after this video. 
Yeah. We will uh, put the link to the video in the description below. Yeah. And yeah, and I will, I'll leave off that this game. I, it was nice to play this game because you can kind of turn your brain off. How long did you play? You know, how like many, you, don't, how many you hours? don't have to. Um, I played about two, three hours of it. Okay. And it the whole time it was just nice because like you don't have to think. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Again, it's just mindless. mindless. You're just you're like just, you're just going at it. Shooting it's great. Things. That's cool. Now, it's would great. you? First of all, you recommend this. Uh, it, it seems like right. It's fun. Thumbs up, right? Thumbs up, one hundred percent. Yeah, thumbs up. Absolutely, fun as hell. How how's the customization in this game? Like, is there any type of customization? Is there, is there any RPG element to this game at all? Like upgrading your weapons? Yeah. So there's like different little like they're not shops. They're like little robots you go up to, and you can put like a grenade launcher on your shotgun. You can make your shotgun fully automatic. Like, there's definitely customization to. Uh, the weapons in this game, which is cool. gr- which is great. Nice. All right. Any final thoughts uh, of it? Uh, it's free on Game Pass. Go play it. Like honestly, it's just a fun, fun shooter. There's not much more I can say about that. Um, basically, you're Doom Slayer. You get sent back to Earth to kill some demons, and that's pretty much it. That's what the game is. Is like they're messing stuff up on Earth. You're going back, and you're going to kill them all. And nice and easy story. Nice. It just nice goes. and easy story. Yeah, You're just yeah. a good guy, just trying to get rid of the uh, the demons. That's it. Nice. So uh, again, thumbs up. Go play it. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's start. Let's start with topic number one. Season six of Fortnite adds Lara Croft, crafting, and more. Tuesday, Epic launched season eight of game's second chapter called Primal, taking place right after the Zero Crisis finale that concluded season five introducing prehistoric animals and changes to the layout of the island once again so it always every season it has like a little change in the island so this time it's more of a primal look to it uh so there's a bunch of licensing licensed skins including lara croft uh raven from teen titans which i did not know and that excites me i mean lara croft excited me but that that's pretty dope um and brazilian soccer player Neymar. no idea who that is do you no idea Mm -mm. Um, so does this excite you right now? Like what, what does this do for you? So I like that they just don't add skins. They, they're changing up the map a little bit. Like you said, to make it more primal per se. Yeah. You know, like, um, again, it's, it's still Fortnite. They're just adding a bunch of skins. Yeah. You know, and changing a few things here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's essentially what, what, what Fortnite is, is that's how it gets people excited because they do a really good job with what skins they're introducing into that game. Yeah, for sure. Is it you? I mean, it, it's one of those things where Fortnite does this amazing, fantastic job of when they announce something, it gives me that urge to go back to play it. I don't always that's do exactly, it. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Every time you yes. see a new season that comes out, you're like, I, I kind of want to go play again. And you know, you know, and, and you know that means that they're doing something right. It may not get us per se. It may not have our attention like right away. It may not be able to kind of get me to download the game again. However, there's a thousand other people that triggers them and are like, all right, you know what? I like that character skin or I like Kratos. I like, uh, uh, you know, Master Chief. So I'm going to download this right now. It's, it's, it gets somebody's attention. And I think they do a fantastic job of like reeling you back into the, to the atmosphere. And that's what I love about this game. Like I, I appreciate it so much. And we've had conversations outside of the podcast about this where this game is it's just a revolutionary game and it's changed the atmosphere. It's changed the landscape of gaming for so many uh, developers that it's insane. This game has everything 
as far as like everything good going for it right now and it, it doesn't stop it looks like the train just keeps going you know what i mean it, it has you, go ahead sorry i was gonna say do you th- now what i've noticed with fortnite is they don't ever have like nintendo characters do you ever see them introducing any type of nintendo character to fortnite or get Fortnite being able to get or epic games be able to get rights to be able to use nintendo characters a part of me says no but a part of me says anything can happen and again fortnite epic they they've proven from time to time that they continue to just change the landscape and they they give you this inkling to keep playing this game by the way they introduce their their uh, seasons and anything can happen anything literally like kratos would you have expected kratos a year ago two years ago that this that kratos would be in this game or master chief laura croft like this is becoming the smash brothers of gaming in general i i don't know i would call it smash brothers i would say in the sense of like here's like a it's smash bros in the sense of like skins it's not in the sense of like but that's what i mean i mean you're not i'm not talking about getting into details of like because no none of the characters in fortnite have any type of uh you know stats they're uh, they're just skins exactly so but i want to say they're really good at that getting the character skins yeah the lore of it and bring them all together but if if and if that's in that sense you're talking about with super smash bros like everyone is is in this game that's what they're doing then yes they're 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 gaining that momentum, and they're they're actually trying to use that type of uh, mentality that Nintendo uses to bring characters into Smash, where it's like, oh, this is fa- this is fantastic. It's working for Nintendo, where they're just bringing third party characters into Super Smash Brothers. Let's do the same thing, but just in a different scale, and it's 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 working out perfectly for them. So, do you think that? Well, actually, first off, can you get any skin at any time? Or like once a skin is out, it's out for a limited time. You can't buy anymore. I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. Like Fair, I can't yeah. go back and buy season three or season four skins that I really liked or anything like that. Like good point. I think yeah, you have to I don't. Buy yeah, you have to buy it then and there unless they do like some type of special and they bring it back for whatever reason. But yeah, that's a good point. You don't have access to those characters 24 seven. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think it's a good mashup for sure of what they're doing, how they're how they're getting all those different characters, and it's, it's the yeah. only game that's really doing that next to, you know, Smash Bros. Right. Um, so, can Fortnite be stopped though? Do you think this is something that? Do you see Fortnite in a year or two kind of losing steam? No, I think they're always going to have that audience of there's gonna, it's going to be it's mostly kids right that are playing Fortnite. That's like the thing to play for kids. They'll always capture that audience. It's more of for for adults if like are is me and you gonna play Fortnite in ten years? Probably not. I don't know. I mean I we might have right kids. Now. I have a kid, you might have a kid at that point. Maybe they want to play Fortnite. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I don't think it's going away anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I think it's kinda of like one of those things where not to say like Pokemon or anything like that, but it's gonna be one of those things where it's just it's just part it's just part of gaming now. Of you know gaming. what I mean? It's just yeah. a staple. Yeah, exactly. So. It's it's gonna come. It's gonna go down in, in history as one of the best games that ever was made. I think. I don't know if you agree. No, I, I think so too. I mean, it just the amount of time. How much fun? I haven't played. We've every had season, so much but fun. The amount of how much fun I've had playing that game yeah, for and, sure. 
and they made the beat battle royale thing you know what i mean like they they made it the thing to do like yeah look they at made Apex, it to what it is today Call of duty yeah. And there people they were like, oh, like those guys are doing really well with this. Let's make our own. For sure. So I think I think um, Call of Duty has taken some of Fortnite's players when that came out when Warzone came out. It's taken but, it's taken the 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 adults, I guess, because yeah, nothing was exactly. out there for 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 that type of genre. So we played Fortnite one because it was popular and two because it was fun, but there was nothing else that kind of caught our attention up until Apex. And then Apex was like, oh, this is more like grounded, more more serious, more you know adult ish. And then you know it was fun for us, but we weren't that into it. We kept dying mostly, right? But then yeah, uh, Call of Duty came out and Warzone <laughs> came out. And that's like, I remember that first day. And I tell you all the time, when we first dropped down in Warzone, I'm like, yup, this is it. This is the, like, I'm all in. Like, this is the, this is the game for me. Uh, speaking of Warzone. Um, that I'm W? Sure somebody, somebody got a W last that night. W? Who, who got W? Yeah. <laughs> we killed yeah, it. We, got we killed it last night. Yeah, that was let's dope. Let's go. Let's go. Topic right. number two, Outriders is coming to Xbox Game Pass on day one. Outriders, and this is quotes on from Xbox.com. Outriders will be available on console and Androids and tablets via Xbox Cloud Gaming. It's in beta at the moment with Xbox Game Pass on day one. Starting April 1st, Xbox Game Pass for consoles and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members can jump into this true genre hybrid from Square Enix, which combines brutal combat with deep RPG systems. Set in the future where players attempt to colonize the a planet that they believe to be home for humanity turns out the planet doesn't want them so pretty cool uh there was a demo out for outriders that i never got to play i don't know if you did or not i didn't get to play it though Mm-mm. but i've heard a lot of uh, momentum coming out of this game like a lot of people are talking about it on twitter and it, just, it was just getting a lot of eyes right now um so this announcement was pretty dope and from what i've seen it looks cool nothing that i would really buy but because it's on Game Pass, now I, I'm kind of more inclined to try it. Um, what's really cool is that uh-huh. there's a single-player element, obviously, but you can play it co-op with two friends, with up to two friends. So that right there, I was like, oh, I can play with Rob. Like, that's pretty cool. Um, so this, does this excite you at all, or what does, it do, what does this do for you? Yeah, um, I looked into this game, and it looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie, especially it's a cherry on top with it coming to Game Pass. Yeah. This might actually be a game of the week yeah, in exactly. the future. Yeah, exactly, 100%. Um, I, so it, what it reminds me of that game, it reminds me of Gears of War and yeah. Destiny put together. Oh. That's okay. You know, it's like the, it's a looter shooter, Yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like that it's like it's got a more serious tone, you know, because it's like... Right. It has the monsters and scory and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you saw any of trailers for it, but it looks pretty. There's like four different classes you can choose from. I didn't get into too much details with it. Um, I did see a trailer, and from what I saw, it looked dope. I was gonna kind of wait once this was announced. I was kind of I was gonna wait till like Game Pass came out on April first to try it out and just kind of get like a full hands-on impression of it. But mm-hmm. I'm excited. I think it's cool. I think again xbox is dominating in the game pass landscape and i think this is just another w for them like this is great like i i don't think we need to really rehearse the same like we talk about game pass almost every episode now how of how well they're doing and i get think game pass just get, get it. it just get it try it out it's get great it. so do you think sony should be afraid do you think are, are they are they nervous are they like in the drawing boards right now trying to find out what to do to kind of like you know get back at xbox and trying to see what they can come up with or what do you think they're doing right now 
Uh, with Sony, I don't really think they are not worried too much because people that are in Sony's network, they're they're kind of in there. You know, like they're not people are not really going to go away from Sony because like they, they kind of got them. They're in the ecosystem. Right? It, 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 once you're like, for example, you, you're a PlayStation guy. You've always nice. been a PlayStation guy. Yeah. No matter what, like no matter what Sony does or what Xbox does, you're always going to go back to Sony because sure. you know it's what you're comfortable with and you, you know the kind of games that they come out with and that's always going to bring you back. 100%, yep. So I don't think they're too worried about the, about that. Now, it's the person that is going to choose between Xbox, a new player, or PlayStation. That's, that's where it gets a little money where I would say Game Pass has the edge because it's a... Um, easier entry point. And I think that's right? key. I think what you're mm-hmm. saying is, is 100% correct because, yes, I think I, I'm kind of like on the opposite side of what you're thinking. I think Sony should be afraid at this point, or they should mm-hmm. at least be concerned about, you know, what Xbox is doing at the moment because that person, that little Johnny again that we talk about, that's deciding to pick up a console, he's not sure what to get. He's gonna more. He's more inclined to get the Xbox because there's a lot of free games out there that he can try. Obviously, with, with a subscription base, but there's just a lot that is rooting for Xbox right now. There's so many things that are happening, and Xbox is on. It's constantly on like the news as far as like gaming news, like all positive at this point. You know, you know, Outriders coming out day one. You know, they're increasing their uh, uh, frames per second for pre- for older games. Like, there's a lot of getting positive Bethesda, vibes. Like. Getting Bethesda. There's a lot of positive things right now that everybody's, you know, all eyes right now are on, are on Xbox. And Sony, I don't think they're, they're right now they're in trouble. But I think they do need to kind of sit down, get into a meeting, and just kind of sit back and see what they need to do to kind of get, not, not get back. That's not the right word. But just kind of, you know get a little bit more inclined of what Xbox is doing right and how they can do that to kind of keep the people in their ecosystem, but as well as keep newer people or, or grab newer people's attention. Well, for X, like for us, if I didn't have a P, a big reason why I don't have an Xbox is because I have a PC. All right. Same reason. Yep. Game pass, game pass works for PC. So that's huge. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I think just PlayStation's answer to this is just to have, a game pass of their own you know That's something it. like that where you, if you want to enjoy sony's exclusive games that you can get them at this thing yeah uh, i, I think playstation collection is going to grow into something bigger it's just right now it's in its infant stage I, I just think you know right now they have a good selection of games but it, it will over time it'll grow and it'll start becoming the you know the game pass of sony at some point, do you um, do you think that PlayStation will release a kind of like a PlayStation Five Mini in the sense of like how Xbox has a Series X and S, right? Do you think PlayStation will kind of release a less expensive thing where you can still enjoy like the PlayStation Five games? Do you think that they'll do something like that or no? No, because I think they. I think their vision is very straightforward. They're they're in this atmosphere right now in this next generation for uh, big AAA games. That this is you know the console to get for graphics for uh, you know 4K and you know all the all the high tech stuff that you would want on PlayStation. Um, I think they could deviate from that, but at right right now I think they still want to grab people's attention and grab the audience that they want. Um, Maybe after the holiday next year or sometime, they'll probably make a smaller version. 
maybe a little bit more compact and something a little bit less. Well, first of a they got to get the original in, in people's hands exactly. first because and that's why that's them. why I'm saying they'll probably wait till after the holiday to get you know as much influx they can, as many people as they can to get into the Sony ecosystem. We'll see. I don't know. Everything's just uh, every, everything's just getting started this year, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Especially with you know COVID kind of like somewhat subsiding and you know people getting their vaccines a lot of uh you know things are going to start changing everybody's going to start going you know working from their offices now like we'll see we're not sure but you know things will start changing hopefully this year on to topic number three first hands-on impressions on microsoft xbox wireless headset so we talked a little bit about the episode uh, about the xbox wireless headset on episode six so I'm just going to do a little brief uh, kind of breakdown here. But if you want to get into the nitty gritties of it, we did kind of do a little bit more of a um, detailed, you know, breakdown of it on episode six. So go check that out. Um, so for this, th there was like actual hands on impressions of the uh, wireless headset. And from the, this is from The Verge. From what they said, they had nothing but positive things to say about this uh, headset. They said that it had excellent, excellent design. It's easy to use the dials. It supports uh, concurrent wireless connections. It's only a hundred bucks, which is a phenomenal price. Uh, no multifunction button for controlling Bluetooth devices, which is one of the downfalls. There's no 3.5 millimeter jack. Not compatible with non Xbox consoles, um, which was that's pretty big. I don't know why that's not the case. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you got to see the impressions of it. But what do you think about the headset? So what I love most about this headset from what I read on the article, is that you can use it while on Discord. So you can connect yes. the headset That's to your phone. That's what I've been talking about, yes. And you can also um, play with your friends on Xbox. Right. So there's kind of like a workaround mm -hmm. for Discord, which is awesome. That right there would be like, okay, yep. I, I want to get that. <laughs> I want that. I would get that. Another little cool feature that it has, you can turn on your console with the headset. That's pretty dope. Oh, you couldn't do that before, Vinny? Can you do it with your the, the now PlayStation with, one? Not with my PlayStation one, no. You press the button on oh. the on the Xbox headset and it turns on your console. I don't think you've ever I don't cool. think you could ever do that, yeah. Well, that's I mean neat. your controller does it too. Your controller. All right, all right. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's a it's a is it a is it a actual feature that we want? Not really, but it's it's just cool to have. It's just like whatever, I can do this. Yeah. You know, it's pretty dope. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I I think this is the f the first like wireless headset from Xbox that I have eyes on. Like, it looks pretty cool. I'm not gonna buy it, obviously, but um, it's just you know it's I good to have. It's a hundred bucks. Getting it if I had an Xbox, honestly. I heard oh, one yeah, thing sure. though about it. I heard the mic quality is not the greatest. Okay. Um, that's like the one downfall. And it doesn't have a three point like five millimeter jack, which is weird. Like, you know, like you should have that. Even so, like. The, the PS5 DualSense has it. People, like, uh, people are really trying to kill that freaking 3.5 millimeter jack. I don't know why. <laughs> really trying like to make it die. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But uh, it's... I, whatever. I did like the fact that, like, the way you do, the, like, the, the chat and the, the volume mixer mm. is it's, like, little cuffs that you rotate. Like, you rotate yeah. the cuffs. It's, it's like a dial cool. when you're rotating the cuffs. It's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's very... It's Nuts. a unique design. And, again, it has an excellent design. It looks dope. Check it out. It's simple, but it's like it's not like look, I'm a gamer. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's very it's it's sleek in design, but it's still kind yeah. of like you know it's an Xbox control, like a uh, Xbox uh, headset. Yeah, because it has a little, little green sliver. It has a green which, sliver, which is, which is nice. Yeah. yeah, check it out. It looks cool. Topic number four: Intel takes shots at Apple. Plus, 
11th gen chips are faster but fewer cores. So let's talk about the shots at Apple first. Um, Intel hires actor shots Justin Long, who previously worked on ads for Apple's in 2000. He helped create new ads pra- uh, praising PC uh, this time. So Long mocks Apple's uh, touch bar, uh, lack of M1 multiple monitor support, and color schemes. Um, he continues to mock the lack of the two-in-one support with the purchase of a tablet, a keyboard, stylus, and even a dongle uh, to match what Intel-based you know laptops have nowadays. So I watched the video. I watched the commercial. I know you did too, and I I thought it was really well made. I we'll we'll it put it up here funny. on you guys. It won't yeah, be the sure. audio won't be there, but we'll, we'll put it up to, for you guys to see. Yeah, um, I, I I liked it. It was clever. It was pretty nice. What did you think? <sighs> There's no loyalty. No. There's no loyal this this the Verizon. It's like guy, the Verizon like guy, the dude. It's like yep. no fucks yep. given. It doesn't they don't care anymore, you know? That's savage. Where's the where's the pa- where's the stacks? That's all they care about, you know what I mean? But Justin Long's a homie though. I, oh he, I like he's Justin dope. Long. He's cool. I like him. Um shout out to him. But I, I don't know. I thought it was great. I thought they, they did a good job. It's weird that they're doing like they're taking shots though. I don't know if there was a reason behind that. Um you know, Well like, it was it was back in the the two thousand. It was Dell. I think it was Dell versus Apple. Yeah, I think I, I don't know if it was a PC or Dell. I don't know which two it was. I would imagine it was Microsoft or Dell. Someone, and basically Apple was was trying to shit on them, being like Apple does this, and you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But now it's like reverse. We're like Intel's like, oh, we could do this. We could do this. We could do yeah. this. We could do this because they've innovated yeah. so much, and they they're they're right now where they're at as a company. They've they've improved on just about everything as, as far as like their like the pcs uh the laptops itself like just like J- uh, long was saying there's like a bunch of like features that intel laptops have and apple is kind of lacking in some aspects do they need it not necessarily but it's one of those things where a consumer would see all these features in an intel laptop and they're like, well, this is probably cheaper, and it has all these features. Like, I'm gonna probably get this instead of an Apple, you know, product. I mean, honestly, PC prices like laptops, they're getting up there now. Like, they're getting like a premium laptop. It's, yeah. it's coming pretty close to to what Apple's selling their stuff for now, just because they're getting that much better. But you're not right? getting all the bells and whistles, quote unquote. Yeah, he was spot on with like. Oh, you need a dongle. You want a, a touchscreen? You have to get an you iPad. Need a keyboard. Too. Like, you know like what I mean? why do I need a keyboard? Like you know, a, a detachable yeah. keyboard. Like those things are, you know, and it, it's true, right? Like there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of things, accessories that you would have to buy for Apple for any Apple product. That it's like, come on, do I like should this not be included or you know? Uh, quick question for you: What since using both um, now you've used Windows and Apple. Which do you prefer? Like, what do you prefer using Mac OS or you you prefer using a Windows OS? I kind of I kind of dig the Mac OS, honestly. Um, you dig the Mac OS more? I do. Yeah. I, I at first it was more so of um, I don't know. I I just like I think Windows 10 did it for me. I think for some reason I kind of like the layout. I like how everything is tablet kind of esque, and it has all these like little boxes everywhere that you can kind of just customize well, it it yourself to navigate and it makes yeah. it easier to navigate and i love the fact that you can customize everything so it just makes it more simple and just kind of user-friendly in my opinion i mean not that apple has a unuser so wait, you are you like windows more than apple I do, now i do yes oh okay i thought you said the, i thought you said the reverse sorry no no um, windows for sure yeah um i i definitely have switched to i used to be more about apple 
um, Mac OS. And now I've gravitated more towards Windows just because it's, it's more comfortable for me now. Not that it's not more comfortable, but for I like it for work. I like using my MacBook for, for work, mm-hmm. right, for productivity. But for anything else, like to, for it to do everything, I like my Windows machine so much better. Yeah. Again, it, it's just it, it feels easy to, to just maneuver around. And, and the Mac OS is, is fine, but... I mean, I've used it before plenty of times, and I feel comfortable using it, navigating through it. But then, it's just there's just things you that feel like limited, right? There's like, limited. Like, there's limitations yeah. to it, and I just like I oh, f- I want to connect this USB thing. I just I like this like old USB thing I found, right? Right. Oh, I gotta get my dongle real quick and right. make sure I have that. There's you just a lot mean? of so things that you need to kind of jump through hurdles a little bit more than um, Windows 10. That's all. So I prefer this for sure. I think I, I'm definitely more of a Windows guy now on to topic number oh no actually we're going to talk we're going to continue talking about uh until i'm telling you there's a lot of information right now so we'll we'll talk about the 11th gen chips um so 11 gen chips are faster but fewer cords uh so the newer cords now are or the newer chip right now is codenamed rocket lakes s uh that's intel's next gen desktop chips which are available now the 11th gen comes with eight cores, 16 threads, boosted clock speeds of up to 5.3 gigahertz, and supports DDR4 RAM at 3200 millihertz. Right? Yep. Yep. Um, megahertz. Are megahertz. you an Intel guy or are you an AMD guy? I'm Intel for sure. Intel? Yeah. And you're you're AMD for sure, right? Yeah, I'm an AMD guy. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, I could switch. Yeah. I don't Intel think I the to, loyalty but... between those two, for me, it doesn't really matter, honestly. Um it doesn't like as long as you it gets the job the job done. I'm, I'm yeah, fine exactly. With both. Like if they're gonna do the the same thing that I wanted exactly. to do, yeah. as long as it, yeah, exactly. I don't really care either. But it's just what what I happen to get exactly. What's what I can get at the time and what's what's the best price at the time yep. is usually how, where I go. So, so because there's fewer the reason being that they have fewer cores is because the Intel is uh, replacing the Skylake chip which is back is used back then in the 6th gen in 2015. So this new Rocket Lake S chip is called Compressive Cove and it's just a you know it's a better chip but it just has fewer cores which you know I mean it's going to bound to happen. But okay. I, I thought that was a pretty cool cool little thing. It's available now if you want to if you want to get it. I don't know how much it is probably probably more than what I need to buy for but yeah, oh. yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good right now. Yeah, I'm my, good. Uh, We're good with what we have right now. Topic number five. BMW unveils the exterior of the i4, its first electric sedan. BMW's true follow-up to the i3 EV, the i4 is slated to hit the road by the end of the year, different configurations with a max range of 300 miles and around 530 horsepower. And it will be flagship for BMW as well. So what do you think right. about this? I like it. Yeah. It looks slick. I just don't like. I don't like its nose, though. Really? I like it. I don't I mind how it. big the grill is. The the grill is huge. I, mean, I don't know. I tend. Like I, I I tend to do. I, I do tend to like bigger grills for some reason. It just looks vicious, you know. It looks like it looks weird. It just looks like it has a big nose, like big nostrils. Yeah. That's what I think of. But I don't know. It might it might grow on me, but yeah. Um, comments below. What do you think of the BMW's grill? Yeah. Let us like know. it, hate it, love it. Um, yeah, but, what, I, I think this is good things. I think, again, all of the manufacturers are now shifting to electric mm-hmm. and 
that's just that's just a good thing. Yeah, right. For sure. That's what we need to make the revolution happen. Absolutely, and I think this is it's it's just everyone kind of moving towards a new, you know, a, a new infrastructure. Everybody's kind of moving with the trend, right? And that's just what you need to do to kind of like sustain yourself. You know, if you can continue doing the same thing over and over, you know, you're not gonna follow the trends. You're not gonna follow what needs to be done per se. Right. So this is a, yeah. a positive move, I think. Um, so I think you, people uh, continue. I was just going to say, I was just going to ask you a question. Do you think uh, Tesla should be worried at all for this? Because everyone's kind of jumping on the, the E-train. Uh, I think so. I think once there's going to be more players in the game, mm. because I think the number one thing that people like picking Tesla is that they have like actual full size cars. Mm hmm. A lot of like when the manufacturers were coming out with their EVs, mm -hmm. they're really small, right? Like the BMW, like it, the i3. I don't know if you know what it looks like, but yeah, it's like a little tiny hatchback looking thing. It's, yep. it's, it's, you know, so even like with the, the Chevy, Chevy Volt or like that stuff, they're not big cars and they kind of look weird. Whereas the, with this BMW i4, it looks like a regular car. Right. But it's just electric. So I think that's a big thing that people are waiting for that. That's why people like the Tesla because they look like regular cars yeah. that they would drive every day. Now that everyone else is doing that, they're like, okay, well now I have, now I have selection. Now I like, now there's variety. And now yeah, he's a variety. Like, okay, well I, I liked BMW when I had my gasoline car, right. right when I picked them. And now Tesla, Tesla started seeing sales go down this year. Um, they've lost however much money in that because of that, because everyone's gonna, you know, going into that, you know, hype train of, you know, everyone getting electric cars. So, yeah, they should be, I wouldn't say worried per se, but they, they need to kind of like redirect their, you know, their catalog and, and kind of figure out what else they need to do to, to kind of bring everybody back into the Tesla Tesla um, category there. Yeah, I think the marketing is going to be key. Marketing for sure, for sure 100%. And I mean, it's I think they do a great job this. with uh, keeping their prices, you know, at bay with, you know, medium class or, or, or mid class yeah i think entry point entry is like point 32 is grand yeah, which is not terrible something like that so yeah um i think they do great with price points so i think they're fine they're, they're, they'll be okay it's just a matter of kind of readjusting their plans so if you were to say you got the tesla mm. versus the bmw i4 what would you get if you, you get juice now and they're around the same price range. That's tough. I, 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 See, probably, but before you just, it would have been no brainer. Be like, yeah, yeah, Tesla, yeah. Duh. But now probably, that we probably yeah. BMW, honestly. Um, I I mean, I used to do valet parking, so I know how BMWs handle more so than a Tesla. I've driven like maybe two of them, but I don't know. I just feel like I would feel more comfortable in a Tesla. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry, a BMW. A Tesla more so would be way too different for me. It would be like way too much to, you know, get used to. And I'm just like, I'd rather just kind of stick with a BMW. What about you? I really do like, I think that the BMW has to like prove itself, like features. Like there's like little things that Tesla does that like, I don't know if the other manufacturers are going to do it. Yeah. For example, you could play games on your in your tesla you could play like literal like you could play cyberpunk apparently that's cool um 
but they have dog mode. I would like never, I would instance. never use that. Never play. Yes, it. yes you would. I would yes, never you play would. a game on my car in my car. There's no way. Yes, you would. You want hundred. If you are on autopilot and you got kids in the back and they want to play a game, they can just do that on the car. Don't yeah, tell but, me that you wouldn't. No, but because mm-hmm. they have to like it's. It, it, I'm assuming they're using the big ass screen in the front. Yes. No, I don't want my kids. Like, what are they gonna do? How are they gonna play if they're in the back seat strapped? You know what I mean? I don't know. They could probably see it from there. But more so, okay, different example. You gotta charge your car, right? You gotta <laughs> that sounds like, say you're doing a long too. a long road trip. You gotta charge your car, right? Yeah, it's yeah. running low on battery, and you ha- it's not gonna be a quick like two minute thing like gas is. It's gonna take like at least ten to fifteen minutes to get some charge, right? Well, guess what? That's 10 minutes to 15 minutes. It's going to go by so fast because you're playing a freaking video game. Like, that's pretty cool. I guess. I just feel like I'd use my time more appropriately than playing oh, yeah. a video game. Yeah. At that yeah, point, at that, time, in that man, moment. Yeah. Being a mature adult. I'm Listen. Like, yeah, you're going to be playing the game. I don't know, man. I think, especially, like, you, you said it. Like, I'll be with my kids in a road trip. I'm not going to be playing a game. I'm going to be changing diapers and, like, feeding them. Like, uh, bro. I don't know. I mean, I, I, money I right see now. the appeal. Putting money down on it, you're going to be playing Super Smash Brothers on your Tesla. All right. See, you said Smash Brothers. That's a different story. You're, you're saying over here Cyberpunk and Punk uh, and, I, I don't know, Cuphead. Like, But Smash Brothers, I can I can probably you know pick see, a game or if, two. If it's the right game, you'll you'll play it. Exactly. We'll so see. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. If it has features like that, the new, the new guys. I'm not you know, saying it's new, a bad like, feature. Person. I'm just saying is it something that i would use on a daily basis if it's there it's cool you know whatever but i, yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't use that as my way of purchasing like i'm not going to be like oh i want the tesla because it i'm able to play games at a certain point so like that's not one of my like key features that i want you know what i mean yeah i'm just giving an example of like there's like little things like that that add up yeah that for sure. would kind of sway my decision mm-hmm. for picking one or the other but again we have to see what uh, bmw comes with comes out with for you know sure. yeah it's it's exciting. I mean, I I, I want to see what they come up with, and I actually I, I I wish this whole pandemic thing that happened. I want to go to a car show. It's been a while since I've since I've gone. To I would yeah. It, next month would have been when they were doing the New York City one. We would we always go every year. Every and, year, yep. Uh, yeah, it, it's sick. Um, and it's cool because, but you know, it's going to be great by the time it opens up again. There's going to actually be a decent amount of electric cars on yeah. the floor. It's going to be a different dynamic than when we went three yeah. three years ago or something like that, right? Uh, yeah, two, three years ago is the last time we went. Yeah. So exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. Topic number six. You know what else is exciting, Rob? What's exciting? Sony's new controller for VR. Now, stick with me. So this is from PlayStation Blog. Quote, the new VR controller enables players to feel and interact with games in a much more visceral way. There are several features, including key features from the DualSense controller which match our vision for the next generation VR games can be. So a couple tabs here. Design is completely overhauled. So if you if you looked at it, and we'll, we'll obviously post it here, um, it, it has this like oval shape, and you kind of like kind of hold on to like some handles. A um, couple of features that it has, haptic feedback, adaptive tri- triggers, finger touch detection, and tracking. It sounds to me like they're they're kind of taking a lot from the DualSense and adding it to the VR to the new controller, which is exciting. Now, a little backstory for me: I don't necessarily 
I, I've never played PlayStation VR. I've never actually played a VR game or anything like that. I've never so just been like it just never gravitated towards me. You've never played Beat Saber? No, I heard it's amazing though. I've heard you it's phenomenal. You are missing. I know. Ow. Stick with, so, so good. is that is that a PlayStation game or is that No, it's a, a, a Oculus, Oculus game. Okay. So I I've never been excited for any of the VR stuff, mostly because I've always felt like they they're like this second attachment to whatever it is that you have so like for playstation for example i don't i feel like it's just this this attachment that you can buy and it it doesn't really do anything for me more so because of the wires and how just i I don't feel like it would be user friendly in that sense I, i have this huge machine on my head and then there's a bunch of wires just dragging on the floor and i i i see that as cumbersome i see that as annoying like it's just it's not something that i want to do and i know there's other vr uh headsets out there i don't know if the oculus is one of them that are just completely wireless um but obviously i'm not into wire i'm not into vr like that as much to go and purchase a thousand dollar like vr headset so sony seems to be the more affordable one and sony being the one that's more wired it just it never gravitated towards me what do you think about vr and what do you think about this news here um, as long as it's like fully wireless, which I think they will make it fully wireless. Mm. That's a big thing for me because again, you don't want to be tethered by a cord. Like you feel like you're, you, yeah. your senses you're already, like, your, your senses are already just completely. It's a, the immersion thing, right? Like, exactly. if I'm, okay. The world can look as crazy and, and realistic as it wants. But if I know that like, there's literally a cord attached to me, it breaks it the takes immersion. That immersion out. Yeah, yeah exactly. 100%. Yeah. But now there, there's a couple of headsets that don't have, um, that don't have wires and mm-hmm. I've tried them mm-hmm. and like someone else playing Beat Saber. It's, and that's a simple game. It's not like a crazy immersive game. It's just, it's, uh, I can't believe you haven't tried it. It's I've so never cool. tried it. I mean, the only one, I've, the I've, only cl- the, the closest I've gone to from trying a VR game was was it PAX that we went to, and you had that yeah, VR headset. Yeah, but that was different. Head, that was like a was, platformer. Yeah, it was. It, it was not. Count. Yeah, it didn't count. So that's why I was like, I don't. I've never played a VR game. Um, yeah, it works best first person. Yeah. Um, if you if you're a first person game, and I like it. I like VR a lot. I've thought I've almost bought VR a VR headset multiple times. Really, I didn't know um, that. I, I almost pulled a trigger on them, but I was just like, uh, would I play it a lot? Yeah. I don't know. Need a lot of space for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so this excites me because, again, this is... this is like your entry point, This is my entry to point to this, it. yeah. Now, I don't know if the DualSense, or I'm sorry, the, the new VR headset will be completely wireless. That's something that they need to announce at some point soon. But I, I can imagine them kind of... I feel like... So the previous VR headset they, that they had... It was a breaking. It was an entry point for them, in in a sense that they didn't really ex, they didn't have high expectations for it to sell well. I mean, they they said it themselves. They, they when it, when it reached over a million a million um, sales, they were surprised. They they were caught off guard and they were you know very pleasantly surprised. Now, did it use the move controllers? That's what it used. Yes. Right? So and that's so another thing. I was not gonna yeah. you know I wasn't gonna buy that to to try VR from Sony. So. This this is a, a fresh new start. This is them kind of, I think, going all in this time, as opposed to 
uh, the first VR headset where they were kind of like, you know, midway kind of dipping their toes and things that they didn't really know what they were getting themselves into. But now I feel like they're going to put in the work. They're going to put in the consoles or the, the games that they want. Like we didn't really have a AAA game for VR, uh, for Sony's VR headset, right? I think this time around they're going to really put in a lot of uh, effort and time and money to actually build these developers and, and studios to make AAA content for the, for the next VR headset. VR has come a long way. It, it's moving at a rapid pace. Yeah. I think I think there was just like a small little like plateau, but I think that plateau, it's like VR is just going to get better and better and better and better and better. Like, again, I said I, I've been wanting to get one for a long time. Mm-hmm. I just... There hasn't been like there has to be like an exclusive game for VR that everyone's like you gotta play like I would say Beat Saber. Beat, Beat Saber is I've, that's it's all like, I've heard every time I th- I hear VR I hear Beat Saber. It's so cool. It's just it's just a cool. It's it's so simple. You literally just have like these two swords. Yeah. And you like have to like chop these blocks, but it's like Guitar Hero. You know, I have like hit the notes and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. like that. But you're hitting it to every beat and like hearing it to the song, and it's fast paced, and you're getting a workout while you're doing <laughs> it. It's you gotta try it, man. Honestly. Yeah, man. I, again, I think Sony's gonna kind of really push this time around, and it just takes that one game that they do. It just takes that one AAA studio, Santa Monica, uh, Naughty Dog, whoever they, or even a new studio, and they just make this amazing AAA game for VR. And it's just yeah. gonna sell like gangbusters, gangbusters, and I and I'm hoping that will happen this year, or, or not this year. This is coming out possibly. What do you, oh, this is another question. What do you think is coming out? I'm I'm guessing it's coming out maybe Q1 of 2022, um, only because like we stated before, Sony needs to sell PS5s. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they need to. Yeah, I think so. They too. need to first yeah. first and foremost, they need to have PS5s in everyone's homes, and that's probably not gonna happen at least until the end of the year. Where you know holidays are coming in, people are going to start buying a lot of stuff. So PS5s will definitely be in people's homes by that time, and then Next that's year, maybe sure. by like March, maybe February, March around there is when they'll start kind of like showcasing a lot of the games and stuff like that. Topic number seven, Rob, we made it. Also, this is episode ten. Like, let's just sit back for a moment. Like, we did it. You know what I mean? Round of applause. You know yeah, what I mean? We're here. We we got we did we it. Episode going. ten. We, we... I'm I'm excited, man. This is this is a wanted to do this for a very long time. For sure, for sure. And and actually got it done. And, and we're here. Whoever's hearing this, like Jesus, you take can do the wheel. It too. Like, <laughs> Jesus, just, take just, the wheel, please. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of work, but it's it's fun. Yeah, it's fun, man. You know? It's it's a lot of dedication, but it's fun. Anyways, uh, topic number seven: Square Enix showcase. So Square Enix, they had this digital showcase today. Um, I knew this was happening, but I didn't know how much content was going to be in it. So I didn't really add this uh, up until like 10, 15 minutes before we started mm-hmm. airing. Yeah, it just, ha- it just happened. It just so. happened. So I'm going to run through this real quick. Uh, Life is Strange, uh, True Colors, which is the next installment of the uh, Life is Strange, uh, you know, games. Uh, it launches September 10 on Stadia, PS4, PS5, Windows, and Xbox Series S, uh, X. Sorry. The sequel to Life is Strange 2, basically. Um, it's uh, Life is Strange and Life is Strange and prequel before the storm remastered for next generation is also something that they announced. So you're getting a bunch of Life is Strange content, which is great. Uh, this one, this is it for me. Project Athia? I thought it was named something else. It's Project Athia though. Uh, now Wait, known it's, it's, yeah. as Forspo- Forspoken? 
Did I write this wrong? I swear to God, if I wrote this wrong, I I think it's forespoken. I think it's right. I think it's right. It just looks weird now that on the dock. Whatever. So it was first announced on the PlayStation uh, June event uh, back in twenty twenty. Back yeah, last year, it was last year's uh, PlayStation event. Uh, so you're it's right, a, by the way. It's, it's forespoken. You're good. Forespoken. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a new IP uh, from Luminous Productions. It's an action adventure. It stars Ella Belinsky, Belinska, sorry, as a protagonist. Uh, it, and the protagonist is Frey Holland, which is she face off against like dragons and beasts, and uh, it's it's kind of has like that. Um, what am I thinking about the? What's that show? Dragons, come on, Rob. Dragons, you just show dragons. dragons Dr- fucking what's Dragon it? Ball Z. God damn it, no. Show uh, dragons. What you gotta help me here? Get oh more. God, show uh, dragons. Whatever, we'll get back to it. Uh, it's coming to PS5 in 2022, and it's also coming to PC. I'm excited for this. So this game looks sick. This I game looks was, cool. You're like a witch. It seems like you're like a like some kind of like sorcerer or something, yes. and you fight against like these like creatures and stuff, and it's like mythical and crap, and mm-hmm. the graphics look sick, and the environment looks cool. Mm-hmm. It, it, I I'm a fan. It looks I cool. I can't I I don't know. I'm excited. This is kind of like on the level of Final Fantasy 16 for me. Like it just looks that like in that cool range, you know. Um, I, I just, I mean, there's not much details. That's the thing. There's nothing to kind of go by you besides. D- you could do like a dash. I know there's like a dash that you can do. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Use magic spells against these things. You might be able to summon stuff, which is cool. But yeah. it's definitely like a third person action RPG looking thing, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it just looks like it's right up our alley. And I, I'm i going to buy it day one. I just can't wait to see more or hear more about it, you know. But right now we just have a kind of like a window of when it's coming out. 2022 is a while away for us, so um, I mean it'll come ah, quick. But I'll be alright. Yeah, it'll be quick. Um, they also announced Outriders launching April 1st, which we knew about, um, and then Marvel's Avengers. I butchered that. Holy shit! I was literally typing as fast as I could. <laughs> uh, Black Panther <laughs> and Hawkeye DLC. <laughs> Marvel's <is> Adventures. Adventures. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, they they announced the uh, Black Panther and Hawkeye, which we knew about Hawkeye. And along with yeah, future plans, cool. yeah, along with future pa- plans for uh, more content along the way for this year. So that's pretty cool. Do you, are you still going to play the game? No. Um, <laughs> I just, it doesn't do anything for me. I, I think they should have had a consistent plan with uh, how much content they were going to throw out there um, prior to doing this game. I know, you know, you know, shit happens and not, you know, nothing goes the way you want it to. But that game was in desperate need of content when it first came out. And this is what months later after the game came out, almost a year, I think. And yeah. it's still August. bare bones. I think it came out in August, I think. Yeah. Like that. So yeah. Not, it, it doesn't do anything for me. The story I heard was pretty good, but uh, it's not going to, you know, keep my attention for much long. Yeah. Um, just cause for mobile. Cool. Nothing crazy. Tomb Raider Definitive uh, Survivor Trilogy. Uh, it's just a bunch of Tomb Raider games. The 2013 version, 2015 version. The main games, right? And like 2018. The, yeah. yeah, so they're all in one little pile for you to play, which is cool. And it's available now on PSN and Xbox Store for 20 bucks, And in two weeks, it'll jump up to forty nine ninety nine. So grab uh, that yeah. now if you can. Uh, grab this good games. Honestly, yeah, I've they're played good. all three of them. They're yeah. fantastic. So I would... Uh, very... Um, Uncharted-like? Like, that's the feel Yeah, it's, it's for... literally like Uncharted, but with guns... And Laura Croft. Yeah. Cool. It's so. sick. Monsters? 
I don't remember. There's, there's kind of like monsters. In the it, first one, sort of. the 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 first the the first Lara Croft one had this weird spin, right? Like the, I I remember vaguely playing or finishing it, and it, it had like this oh, ending that was kind of weird. I think there's one where you have to fight a T Rex. Stop. No. Yeah, there's one. I, I forget. It was a PlayStation One or PlayStation Two, and you literally had to fight a T Rex. Oh, but, oh no, no, but the but the, the we're talking about the 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 newer versions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. These aren't the, like the back in the day PlayStation One version. No, I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to remember like yeah, yeah, yeah. what like th- that's just one thing that popped in my mind. When I think of Tomb Raider, I'm like, oh, it, like was playing. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, but yeah, that's cool. I mean, what what do you think of like just kind of like compiled from here? What do you think of uh, Square Enix's showcase? Um, they got a decent amount of stuff coming out. I mean, Final Fantasy 16 is the big the big elephant in the room. Like that's the one that everyone's really excited about. Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, Final Fantasy VII um, Retrograde or whatever it's called is coming out. You know, um, I feel like those are the two main things that they're really working on. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. um, but then, like I said, the the Outriders look sick. I'm gonna try that. We're gonna try that now. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, Life is Strange. I really got into it, but I I try it. You know, maybe Life is Strange. Uh, True Colors seems interesting. You're you're. Yeah. I don't know. It just looks interesting. I don't know about the other ones. It never really grabbed my attention. But you're, I think for this one, this new one, you're like a Asian American female who is trying to find her brother or something like that. So I, I don't know. It looks cool. It looks interesting. But I try. We'll I, I would try. I would if it's on Game Pass, let me know. I'll, I'll jump exactly. On that. If it's on Game Pass, I'll play it. <laughs> yeah, so. for sure. All right. Well, this pretty much wraps up uh, today's episode of Project Site Gaming. Thank you everyone for watching. Um, just remember, we post every Fridays at 12 o'clock Eastern Time, uh, 12 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Game of the Week always post Wednesdays at 12 o'clock Eastern Eastern Time as well. Um, thank you so much for watching. Follow us on social media. Um, Rob, any closing thoughts? No, I got nothing for today. I think we covered a lot. Um, and if you guys have any questions, um, go ahead and uh, put them in the, the comments below and anything you guys have. So yeah. if you find any uh, value in on our videos or in our content in general, give us a like, give us a sub. We really appreciate it. Rob, until next week, uh, I'll see you around. All right, man. See ya. See ya, man.